What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. And today we're going to be getting over the hump by talking to you about another powerful money conversation. But before we get to it, I do want to recommend to you guys that if you're not driving right now and you're, you know, you're just listening, grab a notebook because you will probably want to take notes for today's session. It is going to be um, a little more technical. And in order for you to really absorb more of what it is that we're talking about, you'll, you'll get so much more if, if you can take notes. But either way, if you're just also, you can take notes without a pen. Give the women the instructions. What if they want a pencil? What if they had no idea they needed a writing utensil? Sure. Did you guys ever do this trick when you were a kid? Oh, look at my rubber. Oh, look at my rubber pen. Whoa. What? Can you see how it looks like it's... No. It can. Oh, okay. Mm. Anyway. And then the kids would do this. The unskilled kids would do this. <laughs> so... Let's begin with a question. Don't get irritated. I'm entertaining. I'm not. Okay, I'm not. Great. <laughs> she gets irritated with me because she's all business. And I don't know what that means. I just have thoughts in my head and I want to make sure that they're going in the right direction. Okay. Oh. So, so let's begin with a question. You guys, drop a comment and tell us what does money mean to you? Like when we say the word money, what is the first word that comes to your head? Green. Okay, like weed green? No, money green. But what if you live elsewhere and it's not green? Plastic. Okay, great. It's in the air. Yeah. It's in the air. Yeah. What does money mean to you, green? No, you said what's the first word you think of. Oh, well, what does money mean to you? Freedom. Oh, this is good. This is good. Money to me means uh, opportunities and choices. I love that. I love that. So like I said, if you're taking notes, write that down. Um, Lauren, freedom, Josie, savings, Aaron, freedom, Jerry, greed, Brittany, you guys are cute. (laughs) Uh, Janelle, freedom, faith, freedom, Michelle, providing for my family, Brittany, freedom, Veronica, freedom, (laughs) Julie, weed green. Mary, possibilities. Andrea, peace. Heather, security. Mel, opportunity. Okay, amazing. So for one, okay, and we're going to get into this with another session, but just by seeing what money means to you, I can, I can tell everything that I need to know about your own relationship with money. Okay, so now we open up the Pandora box, okay, and we got you thinking, okay, wow, what does money mean to me? Okay, but um, truly, money is the total amount of means that you have on hand, 
okay? Like if you were just to take a technical definition of money, money is the total means that you have on hand, okay? However, the meaning that money has to you Sorry. specifically is based off of your experiences, what you've been taught or what you have not been taught, your belief system, and your relationship to money, okay? But the actual, defi the actual definition of money is the total amount of means that you have on hand, okay? So today we're gonna talk about money, wealth, and worth, okay? That being said, okay, if I have a lot of money, does that make me wealthy? What do you guys think, yes or no? We don't talk about these conversations before we have them. So I'm not really exactly sure the direction that she's going. She's the mastermind. I'm here to entertain and look at Budi Fasan. But one thing that I do want to say is that the word that you use to say what money means to you is also the reason you will would, would chase or strive to have more means, more financial means. Um, so now, or your, your experience with money or what you've seen in the world, the way, the lens in which you see other people using money or so a lot of you said freedom, right? We think about people with a lot of money, right? Which doesn't mean anything. Uh, it means they have a lot of money. Now we see that those people have freedom, and I think that, that that is why a lot of you also said freedom and you imagine yourself having a lot of money. You think I will have a lot of freedom. Um, but there's one thing, there was one word that stood out to me that nobody else said. One person said it. You said greed. Yes. I remember that. You said greed. And this is important to me because I want a shit ton of money. Does that mean I'm greedy? Do you guys think that we're greedy people with all of the free stuff that we give away? Do you think that we're greedy by showing up here five days a week to give you free information, free help, and to care about you guys? Is that greedy? Is that a greedy behavior? Is that a greedy mentality? No, but I still want a lot of money mm -hmm. because I know that that money provides opportunity to give more things away for free, to help my family, to help my parents live a fulfilling life um, in, their, in their older ages. To It depends on what you want the money for. Now, when you say that word, that money means to you, it's because you have some kind of rooted something within you. When you say money's greed, you maybe were exposed to somebody who had a lot of money that wasn't a nice person. Yep. So you associate then, oh, you must be greedy because you want or have a lot of money. No, greed means you want everything for yourself and nothing for anybody else. That's greed. Mm -hmm. So, right. And you're 100% right. And, and the reason why, you know, I wanted to ask that question, because the word in which you use to describe money says everything about the relationship that you have with it. And if you're going to get more of it or not. Right. So, for example, um, if you if you said, um, you know, the word freedom. To me, that tells me that, you know, you, you, you have what I call growth mindset, right? And you see money as an opportunity to provide for you more means. 
right? Um, but if you use the word greed, for example, then I can tell, then I can probably predict that, you know, you think that money is bad and having a lot of money is bad and um, money does bad things for people, right? And normally, like we said, our, relate, our current relationship with money is normally based off of what our family told us about it or did not tell us about it and the experience, okay, that we have had with money, okay? And that's why it's important to just get you guys thinking before we get into this conversation, like what does money mean to you? Because I want to know what is your what is your current relationship with money? Because I bet you that this is probably the first time in your life, 90, I'm 90% sure that this is the first time in your life that you're being asked you know, like, what does money mean to you? Right? I um, think about it's also, it's also the opposite of what it could also be the opposite of what you experienced. Because I think money is freedom and opportunity and choices because I didn't have that when I was younger. Right. But also your experience has shifted. Yeah, no. So what I'm because saying is that you can you can change your relationship with money at any given time. It's totally up to you. But what you, what you grow up with is what you know, and then how you also behave. I've told the story about my mom learning from my grandma who lived during World War II. My grandpa was in the war and then there was the Great Depression. And so they saved everything, canned foods like, like nobody's business, saving Ziploc bags, like Tupperware containers, like hoarding everything. And my mom developed that same behavior. Now I could have developed also that behavior because that's what I saw, but I choose to change my relationship with money and think in abundance, not scarcity. I don't need to save every single thing because if you have more means, you have more opportunity and options to get things when things seem scarce. Amen. But it also, it, it's also in the directly aligned with who has influence over you, right? And that's why a lot of times, like your relationship with money, um, unless you mold yourself out of it, which requires a lot of mental work and training, right? Is normally handed down from your parents down to you um, because you become who you surround yourself with. And if these are the conversations and the actions that you see, this becomes your new normal, right? So you end up acting and thinking this way. Um, and truly, this is why we started having these money conversations because all of you guys need to either fix and improve or improve your relationship with money 100%. Okay. And the only way to having financial freedom is to having a good relationship with money. So now let's talk about, you know, the concept of wealth, right? Does having a lot of money make you wealthy? What is wealth? Right. So wealth is the abundance of means in the form of assets. That being said, you could have a lot of money and you cannot be wealthy. However, when you're wealthy, you have an abundance of money. I want to make up my own meaning of wealth. Okay. Because though, yes, that is like when we talk about net worth, what right. is your net worth? That, that has a lot wealth. to do with 
your assets, right. right? Like you may not have the cash in the bank, but the things that you own make Our that worth. up. Yeah. Right. So, um, to me, wealth means that if I wanted to, I do not have to work. I have enough passive income to that surpasses my expenses and the lifestyle I want to live that if I choose, I do not have to work. To me, that is, that is wealth. Well, I think that's, that's in alignment with, you know, um, the meaning of abundance to you. Maybe that's what abundance means to you. To me, that's not enough. To me, that just means I'm out of the rat race. No, that's wealth, not abundance. Wealth, like to be wealthy means I don't have to work. Means I have money to do whatever without having to chase money. It's coming to me. Right now there's different degrees of wealth, right? right? But I, but yes, getting out of the rat race is not having to work for money and having money work for you. Yeah. But, but basically that's, that's wealth. That's what I'm saying is like, I have enough passive income. I have enough money is my employee and it is doing the work for me that I don't have to do the work if I didn't want to. Yeah. I will probably all the time because I'll be bored out of my mind, but yeah. And, and Rob Kiyosaki, and we talked, we mentioned him last week too, um, author of rich dad, poor dad. He's, he's amazing. Um, but you know, he defines wealth to be how many days, um, can you live without working while still having money in your bank accounts? Like, you know, think about it right now, based off of your situation right now, how many days can you afford to go just not emotionally speaking women, not emotionally speaking, just like, you know, numbers to numbers based off of what you have numbers wise, how many days can you, can that amount, okay, afford you to buy time where you don't have to work? What are your expenses monthly? Right. And based if you of- stopped working today, right. How long would you be able to, how long would that money last with your current expenses? Yeah. So the, that would be the different degrees of wealth. Like what kind of wealth do I have? Yeah. Yeah. So like based off of that, now you can make it your own definition, right? But to us, wealth means that money comes to us right? On a regular basis to cover all of our expenses and more and not having to work. Once you get to that level, that is the first degree of wealth. I want to throw out a disclaimer too, because we're talking right now about financial wealth, but I think about wealth and I'm like, there are a lot of ways in which like spiritually and mentally you can develop a wealth as well. Well, we're getting to that. Oh, do you like that? You like what mama said? No. Um, but yeah, I just, I I was thinking to myself, I was like, for anybody thinks like, Oh, you don't have money. Money can't buy happiness. Right. But it can buy me a boat and it can buy me a truck to pull it and it can buy me a 21. What can it buy me? Can buy me a Yeti 110 iced down with some silver bullets. Hey, I know what they say. Money can't buy everything. Wait, money can't buy, but it can buy me about happiness. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying. Anyways, 
But there are other forms of wealth that are spiritual and mental and relational and right. things like that. But anyways, I just wanted to yeah, you're right. put out the disclaimer. Yeah. We're talking about financial. Right. This is this is financial only. So now, you know, ask yourself, what is your definition of wealth? What does wealth mean to you? Because I believe that it's very different. What I thought wealth was a year ago is completely different than what I I um, I think about it right now. Like most people in society, if you were to ask them, what does wealth mean to you? They will tell you having a million dollars, right? Like 100%, like you ask somebody on the street, what, is, what does wealth mean to you? It means or having, say like a lot of money, having a lot of money. Yeah, they, they don't even know what number, right? So that's where the problem begins. That people are not even clear on what's happening, right? And money always has to be measured right? Anything in life has to be measured. Um, so now the next thing that will kind of like help you align, um, you know, your relationship with money is by asking yourself, what is your worth? So here's the thing, you guys, you don't need to have a lot of money on hand, right? In order to have high self-worth. In fact, you can have little or no money at all to have high self-worth. You can have a net worth of $10 billion and you can have zero net worth, no self-worth, yeah. right? And you can have $2 in your savings account and have self-worth. Yeah. Now, why is this important? Because if you're not clear about all these three elements together, you will never be able to be free. You will never be able to be free. And this is what Erin said a little bit ago. Like money doesn't buy you happiness, but money is a means to provide you opportunities, right? Right. To when you have financial freedom, you know that you have an abundance of opportunities to do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whomever you want. However, you can have all of that, but if you don't have yourself forth in alignment, right, with the amount of wealth that you have or don't have, then guess what? Do you think you're going to live a fulfilled, happy life? I love what Brandy said too um, about realizing that money doesn't equal happiness or self-worth. It doesn't. And it starts with self-worth. Mm -hmm. It has to start there. That is the foundation. If you don't believe you're worth it, you'll never have it. Yep. And that that's with anything. If you get what you believe, if you do not believe you are worth it, you will never have it. Think about weight loss too. If you don't believe you can achieve it, you will never. Yeah. I spoke with a woman on the phone yesterday and it broke my heart. And her doctor even said, some people are just supposed to be fat. And I was like, what's your doctor's name? I want to drive there and punch her straight in the throat. Uh, if you do not believe you can have it, you never will. Or if you do not believe you're worth it, sorry, you never will have it. Um, but if I think about it, yeah, it doesn't buy me happiness. Plenty of things need to make you happy. Money just magnifies. So if you're unhappy without money, it will be magnified when you do have money. You will, that's where people start spending their money on drugs or prostitution or whatever other bullshit because they're trying to fill this unhappiness that has been magnified and 
I will tell you right now, I'm a, I'm a happy person. Like my life is, is freaking amazing. Take away all material things besides this one. And I like extremely happy because I realize that I can create whatever I need and whatever I want. Right. If you start me from zero, I'll do it again. But my 40th birthday on a private yacht would also bring me some happiness. Mm -hmm. It's just temporary, but people rely on the temporary happinesses to fulfill what they're missing internally. So no money cannot buy you happiness, but it can buy things that improve an experience that bring in an external happiness. When you have self-worth. Yes. Well, so, yeah. If you don't have self-worth, like you're still poor. It doesn't matter. You're poor. Yep. And yep. we talked about the difference between being broke and poor. Yeah. So, you know, for the, I don't remember who commented this, but whoever said that, you know, to them money equals greed. It's because your experience with people that who had money, guess what? They had no self-worth and they, and they treated other people like shit mm -hmm. and therefore, right. They didn't live an abundant life because they had a lot of means, but there was no alignment with their being and the amount of means that they had, right. There's a difference between having a lot of money and having money, wealth and worth and having some money and knowing that you're on the path to having money, wealth, and worth. And this is what we wish for each and every one of you guys, because we know that if you're not wealthy, you're, you don't have financial freedom. And if you don't have financial freedom, then guess what? You're limited to some extent, right? But here's the thing. It all starts with one thing and one thing only. And the disconnect goes with the fact that people think that it starts with the, with a money number. No, it starts with your self worth. How much are you worth? How much are you worth? And now that we're having this, the, this part of this conversation, it makes me think when we're talking about money magnifying and people having a lot of money, but you know, lacking, um, and you can be rich and poor at the same time. You can't be rich and broke. You can be rich and poor. Yes. Spiritually poor, mentally poor, poor mindset. But I think that the greed comes from when people who are unhappy get a lot of money and then it's magnified. Yep. And then that is where we think, oh, money, money is the root of all evil. No, money is the root of motherfucking opportunities and choices mm -hmm. and freedom if you choose to use it that way. But when you're not a happy person and when you're, when you're broke, you don't have money, but you still have the intention of helping people, serving others, you know, and your heart, that's where your heart is. Then when you get a lot of money, it's magnified also. And that's where philanthropy comes in. Like, you know, and all these other amazing things that we don't hear about as much as the negative things we hear about. But it, I think that's where the greed comes from is people who are unhappy, get a lot of money and then it's magnified. And then we think money's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So 
it's really important to like get you to think about it because these conversations are very deep and you're not going to just find the answer right now. Like, oh, I have the answer. It's like you have to really seek from within. Now, this is really important, right? Like, you know, we started by having weight loss conversations and now we have like conversations about, of course, um, you know, mindset, um, you know, your finances and relationship. Why? Because that is what will get you on the sustainable path to weight loss. It's all if parallel. You, if you don't think that you're worthy, are you going to invest in yourself $1,500 to give yourself physical freedom? If you don't think that you're worth $1,500 and you're going to come up with a money excuse, guess what? For one, you're blocking yourself with increasing your self-worth. Increasing your self-worth is the only thing that will increase your net worth, right? It doesn't happen by accident. Jeff Bezos didn't create an amazing idea called Amazon because he thought of himself negative things. There, there's absolutely no way because when you think of yourself negatively, you're blocking yourself from tapping into that creative genius. Okay, you're blocking yourself of all of the channels of abundance. So, you know, when you have low self-worth, right, when you're not willing to invest in yourself and you only like, you know, expend on things that you have to do, like take, take medications and like just waste money on bullshit that doesn't solve your problem. It just puts a bandaid on it, right? It makes you a lifelong consumer. That drives me nuts. And that, that really makes me hurt for you because you know what, if you have low self-worth and you, if you are blocking yourself of your opportunity to invest in yourself, then you are blocking yourself from ever achieving financial freedom. Everybody says, I want to have a million dollars, by the way, each and every one of y'all are going to accumulate at least a million dollars in your, in your lifetime. If you make $50,000 a year within 20 years, there you go. You made, you made a million dollars, right? Making a million dollars is not going to solve your problem. It's only, it's only going to create a bigger problem because you're going to realize that a million dollars is actually nothing, right? Somebody who has zero dollars versus million dollars is in a way better situation. Why? Because they ain't got nothing to lose. They got everything to gain. But when you got a million dollars, you're like, shit, I'm not even close to solving my own problems, but I'm really scared to lose what I have. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So that's why, you know, getting your relationship with your self-worth is super important because if you don't invest in yourself, you're never going to be able to become an investor. I have to share. I have to share something. You sent, you forwarded me an email this morning and yes. I'm going to read it because, um, I want to, I want to connect it to this. So, so when Sarit touches the camera. Yeah. Earthquake. I don't play technology. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the woman I had on the phone yesterday, and she said something else has to be done, and making it sound like a medical procedure to get rid of the body fat that she has. Oh my gosh. Now, if I gave you, uh, not gave you, if I offered you a pill that you could take, and tomorrow you would be at your ideal body weight, your ideal body shape, feeling, confidence, body composition, whatever you want to call it. How much would you pay for that? Are you asking them that? It's rhetorical. Okay. Now, 
I know that the number is much greater than what it, what the investment investment would be to coach with us to achieve that same very thing. Probably it would take a, a thousand times more. Oh yeah. It would take, it would take a little longer. It would take some effort and it takes courage. It takes trust. And so often we just want the easy way out. We're not willing to work hard to get what we know we deserve. But oftentimes you're not willing to work hard because you don't know that you deserve it. You don't believe that you deserve it. And that is self-worth. So now the reason I want to read this email is because, and, and this goes to money too, Mm -hmm. but it's a different, it's easier to, it's easier to sell money. And what I mean by that is you can say, Hey, if you give me a dollar, I'll give you two back. You're like, okay, cool. And that's also why people go for like get rich quick things. They're like, oh yeah, you know, if I invest a thousand and I make two, then I've made an, I've gained an extra thousand dollars, but not realizing you still have to put in the work. It still takes work. It still takes effort. It still takes time. It still takes courage. It still takes trust, right? So be okay working hard. And here's what I want to say and why I want to read this email is because it was about self-love. And it's very easy to say, love yourself. Um, but oftentimes it's not as easy to do. And we talk about self-love, but know that internally we still struggle with it. If you don't know who Andy Fursella is, this is my dude. This is my, my dude, my fee that I'm paying to Andy for listening to his podcast that he doesn't put any advertisements on. So, uh, this is an email that he sent out about self-love is that the real self-love. It's popular these days to talk about self-love. It takes no effort and you don't get, and you get acceptance from everyone. But what those people don't understand is this. Asking for sympathy isn't self-love. Accepting your body, even though you're 100 pounds overweight, isn't self-love. Saying, I'm just going to love myself for who I am when you have $2 in your bank account isn't self-love. Let me tell you what self-love is. Self-love is working to make yourself better. Self-love is putting yourself in difficult conditions, which will make you grow. Self-love is all the work you will put in to be the best in every aspect of your life. If you really love yourself, don't you want to be the best at everything you do? If you really love yourself, I'm just going to add to this. If you really love yourself, would you disrespect your body by eating an entire pizza followed by a dozen donuts, a glass of milk, and then a bowl of ice cream? If you really love yourself, are you going to make excuses for why you can't get what you know you deserve? If you really love yourself, are you not going to take ownership for what you're responsible over? Think about these things. Like what is self-love? Self-love is treating you the way that you deserve to be treated. That includes your body. That includes your bank account. That includes your mind. That includes your relationships. And that doesn't mean you have to be perfect because nobody is. Perfect is this thing we think when all the stars are aligned and in a, in a perfect world, which we don't live in, I'm perfect is not a thing. So focus on the improvement and be okay putting in the work 
But first you have to believe that you are worth it. And that is self-love, self-worth, self-love, not as this, like this, that term is thrown around. It's like, oh, self-love. And I feel kind of like a tard saying it because it's like so many people say it. Like, what do we, what does it even mean? Self-love means I love myself. But meanwhile, you sit your ass on the couch and eat eating an entire bag of uh, hot Cheetos. That is not self-love. Ex- yeah, go ahead. Self-love is doing whatever it takes and enduring it all. Okay. In order to get what you know that deep down you truly deserve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like self-love requires you having the courage and the vulnerability Okay, to get real with yourself and to say, okay, this is where I'm at and this is where I know I want to be. And also, I know that I deserve this. The money conversation just turned into a self-love conversation. Well, the money conversation (laughs) is a conversation about self-worthiness. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like if you settle for $3,000 a month in this day and age and in the inflation of all we have... Sorry, but you don't have very high self-worth. You're settling for average, Mm -hmm. right? If you're not willing to invest in yourself in programs that are going to increase your self-worth, okay, then sorry, like you don't love yourself, right? Because you're focused on all this noise, right? Which is, by the way, just a bunch of excuses. Life is a game and money is a game. And if you don't take the time to tune all this noise out and center within yourself, okay, and asking yourself these questions, like, what does money mean to me, right? Like, if I was to, you know, um, rate my self-worth on a scale of 1 to 10, 10, I'm worth everything. And if somebody was to ask me um, to invest in myself right now, even if it's $200,000, though I don't have it in my bank account, I will commit to it because I will figure that shit out, then you have high self-worth. But the reason why this is important is because we know that for one, we know our community because our community is basically like us, right? Like you guys, you guys didn't come like, you know, born, you were not born to generations of wealth. Okay. Like when you were born, you know, like you didn't, you weren't born with like, you know, an extensive real estate portfolio. No. Right. Um, maybe, maybe only for the past couple weeks when you started binge watching us, if you did, now you're starting to learn about, you know, financial conversations and you're like, oh, wow, like I, maybe I do have a chance. Right. Hopefully um, you feel that way. We really hope that you do feel this way because this is really, this is really our purpose. We know that we're heading this way, right? Because we made that commitment and we're giving you the opportunity to go up with us. Selfishly. We don't want to go alone. Right. We don't because want it's it. not fun. People say it's lonely at the top, but not Fuck if you need others to come with you. Fuck that shit. So look, I want all y'all on my 40th birthday yacht. Okay. So look, one more thing. But in order to do that, guess what? You'll probably have to pay $10,000. Like, I mean, hey. Yachts ain't cheap. Especially the ones I looked up. Right. Okay. But one last thing. Self-acceptance is not self-worth. Do not accept where you're at. You can love you in where you are in the moment, knowing that you are putting in the effort to get better. If you're not growing, you're dying. And 
Unfortunately, that's a lot of America. Yep. We don't want that to be you. And so we're very grateful that you're here. You're watching this. You tune in, you, you dive in, you lean in, but self-acceptance is not where you want to be. Don't accept because accepting is settling. Self-acceptance, I just wrote that down because I was like, whoa, that's amazing. I can't believe you came up with it. But self-acceptance <laughs> equals you settling for less. If you accept where you are right now, you're settling for less. 100%. I don't care where you're at. If you have a six pack, if you have $100,000 in your bank account, if, if you accept it, then you're already settling for less. Acceptance is for the past. Mm -hmm. You can accept what has happened. Because it's already happened and you can't change it. You can accept that because you can't change it. Mm -hmm. But if you accept, then you can't change. So don't accept where you are now. Choose to love you, meaning put in the work to be incrementally better. Small changes over time. It's a compound effect. Exactly. I. And this is why it's important because also like... As you're getting on this path, we want to teach you how to do it right, right? Because how, like, you know, like I want you to think about like the show, The Real Housewives, which like five years ago, I used to love that shit. But now I'm, I think it's the stupidest thing ever. But like, you know, like I want you to think about. They're not say, real housewives either. Right. But I want you to think about somebody from The Real Housewives, right? Like all their friends are fake. Their life is fake. It's full of drama, right? Why do you think that is? That's because right? Like they might have a high net worth, but guess what? They don't have high self-worth. That's why they got to get plastic that, up in their faces. Right. They focus on the external stupid things and, and they're still empty. They still feel empty. They still don't have any real friends. They don't have anybody that they can trust. If anything, they're probably scared because they're like, oh, this person is trying to hang out with me because they probably want my money or whatever right? Like we want you guys to do it the right way. Okay. We know that you deserve more and we know that you're capable of building wealth, but the only way for you to do that is to first increase your self-worth. Okay. So my question to you is what, are, what are you committing to? If there's no commitment, like you can, you can listen to us for hours on end. But if you're not committing, then you're going to keep on watching. But right? keep watching because eventually you will commit. Right. Of course. But if you're watching without taking action, if you're not playing the game, guess what? You're not going to score in the game. You can't make two points without the ball in your hand. So like we're commit, we are committed to giving you the tools in order for you to live a life full of freedom, full of physical freedom and financial freedom. Right. Because here's the thing. You can have all the money in the world, but I know that if you're overweight or not fit, you can't experience any of that shit. I don't care if you have 10, 10, 10 million dollars and you're going to the fanciest um, trip, let's say, you know, for your 40th birthday in your yacht. If you're unhealthy, if you're like, OK, I just took my medication and I can't mix my medication with drinking anything or I'm scared to jump into the water because I'm not sure how I'll be able to survive. Guess what? You're limiting yourself of so many beautiful experiences. Okay. It doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. If you don't have physical freedom, then you can never 
be able to get it to be actually fully present within the moment. Somebody in the inner circle had that moment, I think, for the first time yesterday and she cried. Kirsty. Yeah. This is what happens to you in your life once you take it to the next level with your health. This is something that nobody understands until you get there. And that's why our mission is so big because we used to be in that trap before. Mm -hmm. And when you can be present in the moment, whether it's learning, being in a conversation with somebody or, you know, making love with your significant other, it's like life is so much more like you, you're able to truly feel what life is all about. And until you get there, right, because you're, you're blocked, you're blocked within your own discomfort, you're never going to be able to truly get there, right? So physical freedom is step one, right? Because that allows you to, to be present and, and to be and clear and, right? and have the vision, <laughs> right? And then financial freedom is step two, right? So remember, like money ain't worth shit if you ain't worth shit. It all starts with your self-worth. So what you need to ask yourself today is, what am I committing to? If you guys have any specific questions, and please reach out to us. If you and I increase your self-worth by joining any one of our, pro our programs, you know that we're here for you. We're here for you. This is not for us. This is, this is for you guys. Any amount of money that you use to better yourself is well worth it. Always. Whether you have it or not. Always. Whether you have it or you borrow it. Yep. So, yep. and that that's, that's not a sales pitch to join our program. That's with anything that's investing in you. No investment that you make in yourself is a waste unless you don't do anything with it. Amen. So always worth it. I went tens of thousands of dollars into debt to improve myself. And I am now here. I would say debt free, but I have like two grand on a student loan that just, yeah, whatever. Uh, but you know, it's, you, you have to start with you. Yeah. Right. Um, improve your self-worth, love yourself truly by, by caring for yourself. By taking the actions, not mm -hmm. by saying, I love myself. Yeah, by right. caring, like not you just say, talking. I love myself, but but you eat a donut on a Wednesday morning for breakfast. No, you don't love yourself. You're suffocating yourself. You know. So we really hope that you found um, value in today's conversation. If you're watching this on YouTube, then please subscribe to our channel so you can listen to more of these episodes. Um, you know, you guys look, you know, we put so much time and effort into this show, but the point is not to brag or, or, or anything, but if you, if today's conversation made you think in a different way, kind of like opened your eyes to opportunities or made you think in a way that, you know, asked you questions that you were never asked before. And you know, that there is at least one person in your life that can benefit from it, then please do us a favor and pay it forward. Okay. Good things Share are meant it. to be, uh, good things are meant to be shared. Yeah. Um, so please do us a favor, like share it with one person. Um, and in fact, if guess you, what, it's free for you to share this so other people can benefit. All you gotta do clickety. We, we need to start a challenge called the hashtag paid forward challenge. So we can see we need a different hashtag because pay it forward is already a thing. Is it? Yeah. So we need a different hashtag, but how about, um, how about, um, 
Share the love. I was going to say share the wealth. Share the worth. Share the Share worth. the worth. That is the hashtag. If you found today's episode useful, then please share it with at least one per- person and then do a hashtag. Um, sorry, in the post, do a hashtag that said shed, share the word. Yeah. And it's tag funny. us in it. We, we, wait, 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 part of that challenge too has to be that you write at least one sentence about what was awesome about this episode. Yes. And then write hashtag share the worth and please tag Erin and myself in it. Okay. We, please, please. We, we will connect with each and every person who shares the love because you know what? Guess what? If you are going out of, of you, of your way, if you're giving us two seconds of your time to share the love, then guess what? That means that you're one of our people and you believe in the mission. And guess what? That means that you're going up and therefore we want to stay closer to you. Share the worth, baby. Share the worth. Because you're worth it. Amen. Okay, awesome. Well, we will, tomorrow's going to be a little bit unique. Yep. Uh, I will not be joining you. Is there going to be a relationship conversation with you and Boogie? There is, but we're not sure what tomorrow looks like yet. Um, Erin will give you more of the details in the future. However, she will be on set. We will leave it at that, um, doing something incredibly amazing. Um, we do plan on, on having the show with Boogie and myself. Um, however, since we do not know what tomorrow morning looks like and how I need to support you in the case that something comes up, um, maybe we will do an unofficial episode and you know, you and, you and I will just have a quick conversation and I will share with you what's going on. So tomorrow is kind of like up in the air. We are committed to showing up, but not sure what that's going to look like because we don't have all the details yet. Cool. Okay. Well, we will see you in the very near future. Regardless, Sarit will probably be live at some point in the morning tomorrow. Um, so thank you guys for showing up. Please believe that you're worth it. Share the worth. worth. Share the worth. And we'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.